Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Hey everybody, hope you're doing well today. We're going to continue our series we started last week called Change Our Perspective. And we're asking the Lord to change our perspective on some really important things that we need in our lives that we don't value, not like we should. And today we're going to talk about the church once again and we're going to ask the Lord to change our perspective about the body of Christ, the people of God. This past Sunday we looked at a message we called Lean on Me. And we looked at the importance of unity. And we looked at a passage from Ephesians 4 that told us how important unity is. In fact, we use the word crucial. And if you need to listen to that message, go on our website, wyomingvalleychurch.org, and you can listen to it. I'm not going to re- I'm not going to go over those things again, rehash those things. I'm going to talk about the value of the people of God because we've already talked about the value of unity. And I hope you get it by now. I hope you understand that unity is for your sake. It's for your strength. It's for your health. And it's for God's glory. I'm not going to go over that again, but I do want to lay that foundation before we talk about what we need to talk about today, which is the body of Christ. You see, I think we have a wrong perspective about the body of Christ, and I know I do as well. I grew up in similar circles to you guys, most of you, and grew up with Christianity, and I did not value the church. And I don't just mean the services. I don't just mean the pastors. I don't just mean the Christian religion, although I took all of that for granted as well. But I'm talking about the people, the body of Christ, the people of God, the people who make up the church. I didn't value those people. One of the reasons I didn't value those people is because I didn't get to know those people. I think some of that is due to the modern culture we live in here in America, where we only see the church people once a week for an hour. We sit next to them in a service. We say hi to them. We say, how's it going? How's your family? How's work treating you? And see you next week. And we never get deep. So if you never get deep with anybody, you're not going to value them. You're not going to know what kind of things they bring to the table. It's just going to be some guy, some woman you sit next to. And that culture needs to change. And that's not really today's podcast because that's a much bigger question. But today's podcast is to ask the Lord to help change our perspective about how we see these people that he calls the church that, as we learned last week, this past Sunday, are pretty important to our spiritual success. And there's still a part of us, part of me, that doesn't yet believe that. I believe it with my head, but not with my heart. And the reason I know that is because I don't yet value the people and look forward to being around the church as much as I should It's definitely grown. I love my church body, but I still have those old thoughts and ideals hanging on about the church that they're kind of a necessary thing, but they don't really look forward to it. And I need to work. I need the Lord to change in my mind and then my heart, that perspective. And I'm hoping this podcast will be a step in that direction because quite simply, anything that God stamps is better than anything he doesn't. And I know that's a really simple statement to make, um, but it's a very profound statement to make. And that applies to so many things in the Christian life that God has stamped his word. God has stamped his church. God has stamped his leaders, his pastors. God has stamped his commandments, you know, on and on and on. We could go on and mention all the things God has stamped, but one of the things he stamped is the people of God. He has stamped the people of God, the people that have trusted in Christ, who have committed themselves to the church, who sit next to you in the chairs and the pews, whatever you use, are the people that God has stamped. Now, are these people the sharpest people? No, they're not. And I would include myself. Are they the brightest people? No, they're not. 
Are they the most with it people, the coolest people, the most handsome people? Are, are they the people you want to be around? Are they your best friends? And the, all, the answer to all of those is no, they're not, most likely. But God has stamped those people, and that's what sets these people apart as special and unique in your life. Not because of how they look. Now, the devil, we have an adversary, we know that, and he looks at things, or tries to get us to look at things in a much different fashion. He wants us to look at the surface things. He wants us to look at how they look, how they speak, how they make us feel when we're around them, how sharp they are compared to the world. And if those people can't measure up to what we believe should be what people of God should look like, we won't value these people. We won't unify with these people. These people will again be a necessary thing we need to spend an hour or two a week with. And we'll try to do that regularly. But we're not going to go deeper than that because we don't value these people. And again, I'm including myself. I need to go greater in my perspective because God has stamped it. He has said that the church is his people. And the church are the people you're supposed to unify for your soul's health. And that means that if God has stamped it, there's a power there that isn't elsewhere. There's a unique power and a unique ability in those people, collectively, to help you that you cannot find anywhere else. And we told you the devil wants you to look at everything else. He wants you to look at how sharp they look, how handsome they are, how they speak, how they smell. <laughs> And he wants you to focus on the wrong things. Because if you focus on the wrong things, you won't value these people. And therefore, you'll not unify with these people. You'll try to stay clear of these people. And all of those things will hurt your soul. And that's exactly what he wants. He doesn't care if you're around people that can't help you spiritually. Hang out with your best friends. Hang out with the people you work with. Hang out with some of those family members that aren't saved. Those people aren't going to endanger the devil's kingdom but the church will so he has to really put these people in a negative light and I told you that before when I used the analogy of engagement ring shopping with my wife if the rings inside the display cases had dim lighting or there were smudges and fingerprints all over the cases I would have seen the the rings in a negative light well, that's the devil, what he's doing with the church as well. He wants to make sure that you see a bunch of fingerprints, a bunch of smudges, a bunch of things that are off-putting so that you hang out with different people. It's quite simple, but quite ingenious. Because he knows if you collectively come together with the people of God, you're going to make a difference in the kingdom of God and against his kingdom. You're going to grow up. You're going to mature. You're going to become strong and formidable. You're going to become like Jesus. And he has to stop that. So he can't physically pull you away from the church, but what he can is he can repaint the picture in your mind so that you see the people of God in a negative fashion or a less than ideal fashion, and you simply, by default, pull away yourself. And he has done this in my life over the course of my Christianity. I have not looked forward to being with the so-called people of God. I would have said they're my brothers and sisters, but you wouldn't have known it. You're supposed to like your brothers and sisters. You're supposed to want to look forward to being with those people. I didn't. I didn't. I do now. I'm, I'm growing in that area now. I love my church body now, but that's taken a while because I had the wrong perspective. And that's what we're asking the Lord today, to change our perspective. Because if he will change our perspective, 
then we will start start to value these people. And I believe the reason we should value these people is simply because God has stamped them. God has stamped them. And anything God has put his power upon is better than anything he hasn't. So you could take the sharpest, best-looking, best speakers of this world, the people that you just really enjoy hanging out with, they have similar likes, similar personalities, you laugh at the same things, you find the same things weird, and the same things enticing, and you find all those people in your life. And you line those people next to the body of Christ that you see on whatever days you go and gather with the church. Now line those people next to each other. And just by an appearance test, in your mind, you're always going to choose your friends or your peers or your neighbors or coworkers, whoever those people are on the one side, your family members. And you're probably never going to choose the church because, again, they don't look the same. They don't make you feel the same. The church is a little bit weird. They're a little bit dysfunctional on the surface. But if you could look deeper, and let's say you could actually see the power of God. And on the one group of people, and I'm going to say and to assume that this other group of people are unbelievers. It's not to say that every single person you like in your life is an unbeliever. But I'm going to say there's a group of people in your life that you would love to hang out with if only they were Christians. Then you'd have the best of both worlds. But they're not Christians. And on the other side are the Christians, the church people, but they're not your favorite people. But if you could see the power of God on the one group of people, you could see the impact they can make upon your soul. If you could simply look at that, if you knew how important it was for you to follow Christ and for you to finish your course, and that you needed God's power to do that, you would take every source of power you could find. Of course, you would study the scriptures because it says there's power in the words of scripture. They're God-breathed. They're a sharp, two-edged sword. Those words come alive. It's not like any other book. You can read any other book and you can be, you could feel things about it. But when you read the word of God, the word of God changes you because it's powerful. And once you start realizing that everything, everything God has given you has power, you'll start to put those things in your life. And that's what I'm doing now as I'm developing as a Christian. I'm putting God's word into my life more, God's prayer, prayer with God in my life more. I'm starting to put his church and value his church more than I ever have before because I need things that have God's power within them to help me live the Christian life the way I'm supposed to. And I need the people of God. So do I choose them based on how they look or how they make me feel or the special moments we have together? No, I don't. And you're not supposed to do either. You're supposed to say, God has stamped these people. They are my brothers and sisters. They are who they are, but they have God's power within them. They have unique talents and abilities and gift sets that I need that are deficiencies in my life. And if I don't have these things, I won't be whole. I won't be complete. That's what we looked at this past Sunday. Unity means wholeness. And if we don't unify with our church people, you and I will not be whole. We'll be weak will have great deficiencies that the devil can target. But if I come together with the church people, the people that God has stamped, my weaknesses are made up by their strengths. And their strengths are made up by, excuse me, their weaknesses are made up with my strengths. And when we all come together, we become one complete Christian person 
a soldier, a formidable soldier, who the devil wants no business with. What he does want business with is you and I on our own. Because although we have strengths, we have great weaknesses that he can exploit. Great deficiencies that he can look after. Great pressure points that he can squeeze. And all he needs to do is, is find the weak area in us. Kind of like, if you will, David and Goliath on the reverse side. David aimed that rock right at the center of Goliath's forehead. That would be the best place to take him down. Not in the chest plate where he had that big breastplate on. No, he aimed right at the center of his forehead, right between the eyes, because that was a weak spot. Well, the devil's doing that to us. He's finding the weak spots. He's not going to fight our strengths. He knows that's not going to be a good battle strategy for him. He's going to find our weak spots. But what if we don't have any? What if we unify with the church? And whatever we don't have, those other people make up for in our lives. And suddenly, our weaknesses go away. That's exactly the point of unity. So that we don't have the weaknesses we did before. The things that the church has, that I believe every single church God has put together, has a complete person when you put them all together. There's a complete strong soldier when you put all of those people together. And so I don't care if your church is 10 people, 20 people, or 500 people. When you unify all those people together in one like mind, in one singular goal, and you love each other and you pray for each other and you support each other and you come together and you say we're doing this all together because we need each other, you get incredibly strong. You become a soldier that the devil does not want any business with. And I want you to believe this today simply because God has stamped it, because his word says so. And I want you to look past the surface stuff. I want the Lord to change our perspective on these people, to say, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I'm not coming here because I'm looking for the best time today or I'm looking for have the most fun today. I'm not coming to church for those reasons. I'm coming because I need power from God. And one of the ways he told me that I'm going to get it is by coming together with his people. Sure, I can read the Bible from home. I can watch a sermon from home. I can pray on my own. But there's a big, massive, gaping deficiency, weakness that you're going to have by not unifying with his church. That if you don't have that, the devil's going to exploit that one massive deficiency over and over and over so that he could destroy you. And he will, eventually, by targeting that one area as much as he can. But if you come together, if you put away your prejudices and presuppositions about the church and you say, okay, all right, I see God, I see your word, I see what it has said, I see how important unity is to my soul, and therefore I'm going to listen and obey to what you said. And I'm going to gather, and I'm going to commit myself, and I'm going to make myself vulnerable with these people. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to go all in because I believe my Lord, he's never let me down. And I'm going to prove to myself that the church is exactly what God said it is. It's one of the best strengths I could ever find in this earth. And we'll gather and we'll come together and we'll do something unique, something maybe the church hasn't seen in years, maybe decades, maybe centuries. Maybe instead of coming together and listening to a sermon together and saying hi and how you doing and then parting our ways, Maybe we'll find ways to unify. Maybe we'll pray for these people. 
Maybe we'll look forward to meeting with these people because, man, it's been a hard day. It's been a hard week. I need strength. I'm going to go to be with my church so that I can get the strength I need to carry on and to continue pressing forward for the kingdom of God. Guys, I hope you would listen to this today. It's a plea, but it's a plea that's based on scripture. And, and, and honestly, it's for me as much as it is for you because I'm still trying to develop in this area. I want God's power in every way I can find it. And one gaping hole in the American culture is the church. We don't value it like we should. We don't see it like we should. We'd rather read our Bible, pray, and watch a sermon on our own and hang out with our friends and custom make our own Christianity. And now we're weak. And God told us we'd be weak if we did it that way. And we are. And the devil's laughing at us. And the American church is making almost zero impact in the kingdom of God. And it's getting worse. It's getting worse. I mean, look around you. The American church is getting weaker. We're getting more distant. We meet less than we we ever have before. And we got to flip that around. And the only way to flip that around is for the Lord to change your perspective. And I pray that this conversation today would be a step in that direction. I pray you'd consider these things. I pray you think on them. I pray that you restudy Ephesians 4 and the rest of what the Word of God says about unity so that you'd be strong and formidable against the devil. You'd have the strength you need to carry on. And may the Lord bless you. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.